1: Try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone, and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt. But if that's speaking cunt, The now I see, dearie me What a hassle this would be, be hassle. I'm out of luck, don't give a fuck Cause, Cause you're, you're the cunt, not me Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt big fat stinking cunt, yeah, cunt. said in true, but I'm gonna tell you your are a motherfucking cunt You are a cunt, 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 cunt motherfucking cunt Everybody knows from the head to your toes You're big stinking cunt Why don't you shut that I don't know why, why I try to deny this nagging itch You maniac gonna get you back, you fucking son of a bitch You are a cunt, 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 a big fat stinking cunt Staying through them, you tell me you're motherfucking cunt You are a cunt, 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 motherfucking cunt Everybody knows when we have it, you. you're a big
4: fat cunt 27 years. 27 years. For 27 years, the family of Tupac Shakur has been waiting for justice. <laughs> we are here today to announce the arrest of 60-year-old Dwayne Keith Davis, a.k.a. Keithy D., for the murder of Tupac Shakur. Davis was arrested this morning by my LBMPD criminal apprehension team, and this investigation started on the 9th of September 7th, 1996 it was far from over well i know there's
2: been many people who do not believe that the murder Can me talk to you yeah that's right it's the conspiracy underground and the conspiracy underground news team back again with your weekly dose of unraveling the weird that is in the news so having said that yes we are back once again and I got some good uh, good news, announcements for uh, M3E. M3E will be back next Wednesday, okay, uh, for Spooktober. Um, it's going to be fun. And can't wait to get back into it. And can't wait to hear from you guys, okay? Took a little hiatus. So uh, sit back and enjoy this. And uh, the tavern, the tavern is going to be moving to a monthly spot for now. Um, just due to... Um, I don't know just re- rebranding a little bit okay uh, rethinking some things here so bear with and uh, give me all your feedback uh, email me DM me on Instagram email is mythirdiPod at com, and Instagram is my third eye podcast so yeah uh, just hit me up and let me know what you think give me some feedback and i appreciate everybody that always sends dms and uh, contributes to this show so shout out to uh, victoria is the reigning champion right now i mean she sends good stuff but there's others out there and you know who you are and we try to use as many clips that you guys send so having said that let's get into the housekeeping okay you want clean buttholes and you want clean armpits okay and maybe some other holes who knows that's where you go to dangerousworldpodcast.com and get your conspiracy themed soap. Yes, that's right. Con soap, conspiracy soap. A uh, four pack will cost you 20 bucks. A single bar will cost you six. So I suggest eh, buy four. You're going to save money in the long run. And it's all natural, made in America with all natural ingredients. You could eat this if you really wanted to. I don't suggest it. It would probably give you the diarrheas, but. It would give you another excuse to scrub your bum with it. So, hey, it could be a win-win. Pure Pet Wellness, okay? PurePetWellness.com goes to checkout, gets you 20% off your entire order of pet CBD uh, uh, products. God, I'm trying to brain fart here. I have even used this on uh, cuts on my hands, uh, the, the balm. And talk about a healing time. Uh, You think Neosporin heals your your wounds quick? Put some of this on, okay? Not only does it have the pain relieving factor with the CBD, but with the all natural ingredients that it has, if your pup has a wound or whatever your animal is, I I say pup because I'm a dog owner, but whatever your animal, your furry loved one is, if it has a wound, it's going to help heal it quick too. They also have tinctures, okay? And drops and, and sprays that you can put in their food. To help them with anxiety, to calm them down, helps with car sickness, helps with dogs that hate loud noise. So, again, purepetwellness.com goes to check out for your entire order. All right. One last thing want to be a guest? Want to be a guest? You have something to contribute. You can DM My Third Eye Podcast Official okay, on Instagram, or you can email My Third Eye Podcast Booking at gmail.com that's my third eye podcast booking at gmail.com and they'll get you hooked up to get on the show i've spoke a lot so i'm gonna get out of here and yeah woo, let's get into it it's tuesday already and you know what that means it's one step closer to friday Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the Tag Team Champions of the podcast world. I am the Lunatic Fringe, the Left Lip Ghost, and with me is the Radical One, Ryan Dean, the Right Lip. And there was no UFC this weekend, so you're not coming off a good betting weekend, unless it's I on did still though. Oh, football probably right. Yeah. yeah okay. Never mind. Then. Now,
5: n- no football, just uh, one championship. Okay. Cool. So, kind of like the UFC.
2: Can't beat that, can't beat that. So what's what's going on?
5: I'm gonna hold on, man. Just uh, you know, enjoying life. Today I'm building a nice little planter. It's actually a big planter for all the peppers that have been growing in my house. Um, some other stuff I'm growing too that's that's starting to get big. So nice. it needs to go outside. It needs to try and live on its own out there. So gonna protect it with some like uh, you know, metal mesh stuff. But I really want to get a greenhouse, man. I'm like dying to uh to set up a little greenhouse. But are
2: you, you gonna get armed yeah. guards with M16s?
5: No, I don't think so. But I might. You we'll might. See. You should. I don't know if I have enough money. <laughs> so right. But uh, yeah, man, just a, a a nice weekend here. Gonna I have a, a little parlay going with uh, some football touchdown scorers. Hopefully, all my guys score touchdowns, and uh, that does all be a pretty happy camper.
2: Hell yeah! Sounds sounds fun i'm not the the best at betting so that's why i I usually sit the betting game out because uh i don't know i just never i I don't do good
5: (laughs) no one's really that good like even the people that charge you for like their betting advice they hit half the time like it's crazy that people actually charge for bets but, um, the thing is, it's kind of like the stock market. Like if you day trade, uh, any day traders out there know that you lose money on most of your trades, but the idea is that the ones that you win are so big that it outweighs the losses. Gotcha. Um, it's kind of how it goes. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll hit half my bets, but usually the ones that I hit are big ones that I like did the most research on. But yeah, it's just fun, man. Putting up a couple bucks on each thing is is um it makes everything way more interesting. And I know there's a script, okay? I know <laughs> supposedly. Um, I want the script. If anyone has it, send it over. But yeah, I, I, this whole thing with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift Ugh, has gotten so annoying. too. God, I feel like he's gonna score. Hopefully, the first touchdown of the game, he might score like three touchdowns today. Um, I don't know, or or get hurt. I I think that it's going to be like a a, a crazy, like energy thing that people are doing because his his uh, jerseys are selling like crazy. Uh Um, I was actually talking about it with a listener of I I think both of our shows, uh, Victoria, okay, Um, and then also talking about it with uh, with Dominique too. So it's it's funny how people are obsessed with this this couple thing. I mean, it seems like anything that Taylor Swift gets involved with, you know, her, her retarded fans just go crazy over it. Yeah. And my
2: thing is, the Kelsey brothers seem like they got a decent brain on their their, their shoulders, in, in their head.
5: I like the Eagles one more.
2: Yes. Yeah, he's more grounded down to earth. Well, he's the bigger brother, that, and uh, Travis is the one he kind of had to go to bat for to, to get his football career back. Uh, when he was younger or whatever But how can you go in To wanting to date this this Weirdo to begin with You know every, Her next album is going to be all about you buddy
5: mm. Breakups yeah, man. And- It's it's going to be a, a weird thing to uh, to Check out here yeah. in the next few I'm just looking at something that is going to be Wild to talk about um, But first we obviously bullshit A little bit up front right mm-hmm. um, What did you get into this week you do anything fun
2: uh, not much of uh, anything, just kind of chilled. It was nice, relaxing weekend. Uh, weather's been beautiful. Uh, it's supposed to be great all next week as well. Uh, I'm going to make some uh, chicken pot pie later. Um, not the pot pie that you are probably familiar with. Um, but yeah, I guess or the stew. Yeah. it's. Uh, I guess most people, would, like down south, would call it more chicken and dumplings type but uh, it's, it's a thicker, it's yeah. like a gravy, and then uh, you make your, your egg noodles your, out of your dough and you throw them in, Lot, lots of noodles, gotta have lots of noodles, so I'm gonna make some of that uh, probably when we get done recording and head to the store and get a couple things and yeah, just uh, chill out the rest of the day and enjoy the weather and I don't know, not much of anything. I'm probably gonna watch the next installment of The Continental tonight, uh, they dropped the new newest uh, part two uh, Friday, so... We'll probably watch that tonight it's like i think they're each about an hour and a half long so not too bad how about you Yeah,
0: okay.
5: right you're always mentioning old shows that you're into right mm-hmm. like ones that you've revisited and whatnot or ones that maybe you didn't see when they were popular and you're going back to them i watched the first saw last night and it was great oh the, i've the, seen it before
2: the first couple were really really
5: good yeah, dude, and like you know, we went to uh, me and my sister, her boyfriend, my mom, my dad. We went to uh, Spirit Halloween, you know, uh-huh. just to look around a little bit yesterday. If we had some dinner, and uh, it gets you in the mood, it, it gets you in the mood going in Spirit. You know what I mean? I almost bought something that I totally didn't need. I don't know if you've seen the movie or seen like the uh, the cover on Netflix, Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
2: I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen the 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 picture or whatever.
5: Yeah. It's cool art for sure, but I almost bought and it was only 20 bucks, so I should have honestly for my office here, but I almost bought a uh, rug that was modeled after the the, you know, fucking cover or whatever, nice. but really didn't need that. I don't need to buy stupid shit like that. So, uh but yeah, man, and then those t-shirts that they have, you know, summoning your demon cat, mm-hmm. uh, easy bake coven, all those things are fun. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, knowing uh some some of this community some of the podcasters, really not the listeners, if they saw me in that shirt, they'd be like, he's satanic. It's like, oh, no, totally. it's fucking Halloween. Like, yeah. it's fun. I don't care about all that shit. But uh, October is, like, you know, probably my favorite month. I mean, it's nice. The weather changes. Mm-hmm. I like November and December here. It's a lot better. And I'm more of a Christmas guy, even though that's even more evil than Halloween. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like kind of bastardizing the Messiah a little bit or, or shitting on him. Um, a lot of Christians celebrate it, though. Yep. And uh, and this isn't turning into a shit on Christians thing, because like I said, I'm I'm mostly I consider myself to be mostly Christian, but right. uh, you know, always pointing out hypocrisy there. But my, yeah, I love Christmas, yeah. dude.
2: Well, everybody knows my biggest pet peeve is the Mormons. So
5: yeah, right. And and yeah, they they make you mad, and they let you know about it, or they let me know about it. And yeah. They tell me to tell you to fuck off, basically. But uh, right. and yeah, I, man, I no, I. I I don't have a problem with anybody, really, even even the Muslims. Okay. now Um,
2: practice what makes you happy. That's 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 my philosophy.
5: There we go. Uh, Words of wisdom from Ghost. there. But yeah, dude. So just going in there to spirit like, you know, it it gets you excited about it. And the weather's changing. Um, I'm finally able to in most places around the country, people are like harvesting their peppers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Colleen, a friend of the show is harvesting harvested a shitload i mean it looked like just a really impressive amount of different kinds of peppers looks like anaheim maybe colorado jalapenos all kinds of stuff i'm doing it a little spicier oh yeah uh doing ghost peppers scorpions and our bowl chilies so um yeah man we'll see but i'm gonna be planting those when most people are pulling them because it's so damn hot here yeah Usually that stuff doesn't grow until right around now. So we'll see how it goes, though. But I'm excited, man. They already have flowers. They're about, you know, two feet tall inside and they have flowers. So they're ready to get their uh, peppers on there. Do you put any uh,
2: electric culture work rods around them at all?
5: So what I did, dude, I took like some tiny rings mm-hmm. that I got out of the thin stuff and just put circles around them Oh, and. Okay. Um, so it's nothing crazy, but I just wanted to test it out. But yeah, they're they're growing nice. And then they're kind of getting some shade from the big avocado tree that's growing in the same window and stuff. That's about five feet tall, six feet tall almost. So everything's growing, man. It's just fun to uh to look at it and all that kind of shit. I'm excited to get those things growing.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm kinda of hoping next uh next spring and summer, uh we'll do a garden again. We've we've taken the last couple uh Summer's off. Uh, the seas. Yeah. Well, the first couple of years, it was fun, but the whole garden was, it was 30 feet long by 20 feet wide. Okay, great. You, you can plant a lot of stuff, but then you have to realize you have to weed a lot of stuff too. So it, it would get overwhelming. You know, you'd come home from work, you're exhausted. It's fucking hot as shit out. The last thing you want to do is go down and weed a garden. So we'll cut it back to, to, to. On on the size a little bit, but I do need to uh, plant some more peppers. I, I miss making my hot sauces.
5: Yeah, that's what I want to do, and not salsa for me. I want to make hot sauce. You know. Yeah. So we'll we'll try it out. I'll send you a batch if I uh, get these things to grow. Because another cool. thing out here, dude, lizards even eat the plants. That's uh, crazy. Here, I remember I mean? you telling
2: me that. I was like, I could. I always thought they just ate insects.
5: I know. Uh, me too. And then you freaking. And then like I've seen in like uh, I used to be really into growing weed. And in the weed books that they would show, you know, lizards like people would have like good sized lizards in their indoor grow rooms. You know how like if someone's got a three bedroom house, they use that extra bedroom, grow weed in it. They'd let two or three lizards loose in the room to keep all kinds of insects, you know, gone or whatever. And, dude, if we did that here, man, they just eat it <laughs> like it's crazy. They eat all this shit. It's 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 annoying as hell. So those and birds and all kinds of shit. So uh, we'll see how it goes, though. But let me share with you something that I just saw. It just came across this. Are
2: you, you going to open your heart to me? Is, what's that? Are you going to open your heart to me?
5: Yeah, it's <laughs> just a little love letter. Okay, so as we know, Diane Feinstein died. Yes. Right? I mean, thank God one of these people's gone. And I'm sorry if you're out there and you're like, oh, that's a human life. No, it's not. Okay. We're going Oprah Winfrey Meghan Markle reportedly floated as potential replacements for Diane Feinstein. That's terrifying. Oprah okay. lives in, in Markle.
2: Hawaii. And Meghan Markle lives
5: in fucking Canada. I mean, well, she's born here. Yeah, I mean? but I don't know. That's the thing, it's very scary. What's also scary is they're seeing, I mean she's so hot, I will say. What a piece of shit person, but she's very attractive. Not Oprah, Meghan Markle. Oh, I was uh, thinking
2: uh, Oprah. I was I fell in love with those glasses. I was just like, "Damn." I mean, look at that lady. Like, how can you still how how is it possible at 90 fucking years old you're still
5: in government working? You, that yeah, should. That's what I was That's should, the first thing I wanted to point out here What a problem this is This is a picture for those that are listening She looks like she's had a stroke yeah. And my grandma had a stroke Like I said I have zero sympathy Sympathy, sympathy for Any politicians man Right or left uh, When they die I don't give a shit um, now, if you have a family member that dies, obviously, I care a lot more about that. Not you, Ghost, but anyone out right. there listening. Like, I care about normal people that don't try to fuck the country up, right? So I, I could not give a shit less. I think that deaths like this should not be celebrated, but because I, I, obviously, they're just going to replace her with someone worse, right? But who cares? You know, when people talk shit about these people dying uh, and then they get like flack online from these huck supporters of these people it's lame but anyway you got um diane feinstein here being wheeled in by secret service or one of her bodyguards it's probably allowed to carry a gun even though she doesn't want you to right and the caption here is senator diane feinstein democrat at california arrives to the u.s capitol building on may 10th 2023 in washington dc feinstein returned to dc after over two months away following a hospitalization due to shingles she died last week at age 90. So she's being wheeled in to do her supposed job at the and, Washington, D.C. National Capitol.
2: And when she was asked questions, she couldn't even, she didn't even she just would start rambling and then have, had to be told, no, you have to answer yes or no. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Like, yeah, she, no, no cognitive
5: clear clarity there. It's an absolute joke. Um, but yeah, Markle's name was reportedly considered for the U.S. Senate before 2020 election when Biden chose Senator Kamala Harris as his running mate. So this is apparently something that they floated before <laughs> um, that they want Meghan Markle in the Senate. Uh, at the time, a senior labor party source told the mail that Markle had been, quote, networking among other uh, senior Democrats on the venture of building a grassroots campaign, eventually targeting a presidential bid of her own. Holy I don't shit. think she's that because popular, though. Is she, it, dude? Biden wasn't that popular either.
2: Uh, true, but we're uh, on on Devil's Advocate. We we were told he was that popular.
5: They'll tell us that that she's gaining popularity. You know what I mean? True. They'll, they'll say something like this. They'll say she. Saw racism in the royal family we broke away from that whole king and queen thing and she didn't think that it was moral she didn't like the family dynamic and she stood up for what she believed in so she'd be a great leader okay but
2: it is okay for her to also embrace her white ethnicity as well she's not just black
5: i know yeah i'd say she's the perfect mix if you look at her face again a big big crush on her uh I mean, she she would replace AOC as probably the hottest.
2: Uh, I'm not a big fan of AOC. She just has that rat looking face.
5: He does, but again, you know, and she probably wouldn't be that attractive if she wasn't um a politician, you know, because the power right. also kind of adds to it a little bit. But I, I would see Meghan Markle on the street as like, you know, a fast food worker and still think she was very uh handsome, we'll say. Yeah. Hopefully she's not a dude or something, you know. But um, yeah, yeah,
2: that would that would that would crush a lot of people's dreams.
5: But yeah, you know that, and then um, even though I really don't like her, that and we talked a lot of shit about her last week. The trash bag is not bad either when she's put up and dressed nicely. You know, she looked oh, decent in that Hobart. Yeah, and I'm sure she's wild. You know, so I don't know. We're just sitting here, just thinking out loud, but still. <laughs> That's a scary concept, man. Scary concept that uh, she might end up in politics, and then uh, Gavin Newsom's obviously talking about his presidential run. I wouldn't be surprised if he ran. He could win too. You know, the people would would uh, go from from thinking like, "Oh man, we had this old corpse basically in the White House. Now let's go to a young, you know, good looking guy." Yeah, young, uh, good looking Democrat. Type.
2: I heard a theory. I don't even know if I saved the video of a guy basically saying. In a roundabout way, Kamala Harris would go back to the Senate, Gavin Newsom would somehow take her spot as VP, they would get rid of Joe, and he would be the next president unelected within the next year. Was was a com- conspiracy hypothesis.
5: Mm. Yeah, all these crazy uh, political conspiracy theories are going to start popping back up. I would disregard pretty much all of them. I don't think anyone's going to be uh, installed like that. Um, there was one president that was really popular. I forget who it was. It Nixon. was one of the big ones.
2: It was Nixon. We covered it last yeah, week.
5: Nixon. Yeah, okay. I was remembering something, but it came in pieces. But yeah, man, uh, interesting stuff there. But yeah, let's get into some more of this stuff because we've got some... Um, some fun news stories here i saved one and then we got some i wanted to go through these obama ones too man oh hell yeah victoria you know mvp of the show like i always say she sent a few um things about michelle or mike obama depending on how you want to refer to it (laughs) um there's at least two here i don't know if this is a third i'm just gonna check really quick before we actually start going yeah it looks like so i'm gonna play these I know this is part two, so I'm just going to play them. They may be out of order. I don't know if there necessarily is in order, but um, this is something that I I kind of talked about a little bit after I saw a movie that this dude made that they're going to reference here. Okay, and um, and to me, it just seemed like I. So I was talking about the idea that yeah, she's pro- she's probably going to run. Like it makes sense. Um, They'll sit there and tell you, like, how much she hated being in the White House and all this shit that I think is just fake. You know, I think that.
2: Oh, she loved uh, like, it.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But, yeah, we'll start here with this one. We'll just work our way up here. Interesting stuff, though.
6: Nope.
5: What happened? It played earlier. Let's see. Here we go. Born
7: in 1954, Joel Gilbert hails from Los Angeles, California. While he may not have had the high-profile upbringing of some of his contemporaries, his journey into filmmaking and political commentary is intriguing. Gilbert initially pursued a music career, playing guitar in various bands, but his artistic path would later veer toward filmmaking and political analysis. Joel Gilbert is perhaps best known for his documentary films covering many topics. One of his most notable works is... Dreams from My Real Father, a documentary that presents an alternative theory about Barack Obama's family background. While this film has sparked controversy and debate, it illustrates Gilbert's willingness to challenge conventional narratives and explore provocative ideas. Additionally, Gilbert authored a book titled Michelle Obama 2024, Her Real Life Story and Plan for Power. This book delves into the life of the former first lady and speculates about her potential political aspirations, offering a unique perspective on her career and ambitions. Malik Obama had some big news to share in a recent video that grabbed everyone's attention. Speaking from his home in Kenya, he reminded us that he was Barack's best man at his wedding to Michelle in 1992. But the real star of the video was his friend, Joel Gilbert, whom Malik had known for a long time. Malik praised Joel's skills as a journalist and filmmaker, saying he's good at finding information that others miss. Joel worked on a project for about a year, digging into Michelle Obama's life story and political plans. Malik was really excited about Joel's work he hinted that what we know about Michelle's life might not be entirely true and that Joel's project would reveal some surprising things and here's the big twist Joel's book and film Michelle Obama 2024 her real-life story and plan for power were being released even more surprising Joel believes that Michelle Obama might run for president in 2024 and could actually win it was a bombshell revelation that had everyone talking so malik introduced joel gilbert the man behind this intriguing investigation into michelle obama's life and potential political future in this story of family politics and secrets the stage was set for an exciting journey into the unknown In his new book, Michelle Obama 2024, filmmaker Joel Gilbert takes us on a journey to uncover surprising truths about Michelle Obama. He looks closely at her life from Chicago to Princeton, Washington to Martha's Vineyard and everywhere. Gilbert's main idea is that Michelle Obama isn't exactly who she seems to be. He believes she's made up a story about her life, focusing on her gender and race, but that isn't entirely true. He looks at times when Michelle distanced herself from the black community, a bit like her dad did when he worked for the Daily Machine in Chicago. One interesting thing Gilbert talks about is how Michelle says she doesn't like politics. He thinks this is just a cover for her deep political involvement for a long time. He also questions the honesty of her best-selling book, Becoming. Gilbert suggests that Michelle has been getting ready to run for president since 2016, following a plan similar to what her husband Obama did. This includes writing a book, speaking at a big Democratic event and leading a group that helps people register to vote. But the book isn't just about politics. It also examines Michelle's inner feelings.
5: So so this is the guy that made that movie that I was into. And it's it's phenomenal. I actually purchased it uh, online. Hopefully they'll make this available for everybody uh, for free but uh it's phenomenal it shows it's not it like you were gonna say something so go ahead real quick and then I'll kind of talk about that and film a little bit.
2: I was just gonna say rest in peace dude um if if you're gonna expose the Obamas or whatever yeah, yeah. so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up like the chef now I did notice one thing like when, did you see her when she was pushing that shopping cart next to Ellen Yeah
5: that was a du- that was a
2: dude that was a dude yeah. pushing that. And the book called "Becoming." It, it's almost like they're, they're telling you in plain sight. Like I'm becoming, I I'm transitioning to Michelle,
5: not just the... <laughs> yeah. If you look into it like that, y- yeah. you
2: know. But I don't know. And and another thing I noticed: her breast size changes quite frequently. Sometimes her boobs are bigger. Now, granite bras can do this, but then yeah. other times they look rather small for for her frame my wife's boobs don't change like like that you know what i mean
5: like yeah (laughs) i consider myself somewhat of an expert on boobs and i do agree that uh there's something off with those those things yeah those bad boys um yeah yeah something's off with that whole situation man and one thing that he exposes in that film is her birth certificate and her name was like uh something else it wasn't mike um but the the gender on her birth certificates male also is uh-huh. that he shows on that in the film. Um, he talks a lot about how how much she hates the black community. like she her dad um, and, and power to the parents, you know what I mean but also like don't lie about your your upbringing. She right. when she's in front of groups of black people, she talks kind of more ghetto and that's not to say that all people b- talk all black people talk ghetto, but she thinks that. Mm-hmm. So she tries to relate to the ghetto black people by talking like she thinks they talk. Right. Her dad and mom worked really hard credit to them. Right. Even though they're probably horrible people to transcend class. They were low class. They, they worked, they went to school. I think he had some job as like a custodian or something uh, at like a high, high privileged school. That was mostly white people. He worked there. So her his daughter or son, whatever Michelle Obama could get, um, and i think it's robinson right isn't yeah. that their last name robinson, robinson was her last name yeah so you know so that she could get a scholarship to this like high level school and they drove like far out of the way and then when she moved out on her own if i'm remembering correctly she also went like out of her way to kind of ignore black communities um she helped get really poor black people signed up for like free health care uh-huh. but they were in horrible horrible facilities like some of <laughs> these places like they use like shitty needles and stuff like it was bad like it, it sounds horrible and again i'm not you know saying this stuff myself this is all in this film and uh it was just really really interesting man uh good film kim even liked it and she's not into politics and stuff but she was like holy shit this is crazy so um i would look into it the guy's name will be mentioned here again i forget what it is but we'll watch these two other ones and then i'll kick it off to you to to do something
2: the the other thing i just want to quickly mention have you ever mistaken kim's name for a male's name
5: um no
2: because she's a woman right you you, there's no way you could confuse that
5: well i've never called any like uh, you know she's newsflash she's not my first girlfriend right um i've never called any other girl any other name right so and again like other than my first girlfriend ever i've been with other girls right right so i've never even confused it for someone else so that's weird in itself that that he would call on such a high profile stage Mm -hmm. unless they call each other that behind the scenes right if he calls him mike um that's the only way you can possibly get that done someone as well-spoken as him too by the way yeah weird
2: yeah he let it slip on uh, at a speech and with bear grills uh, on a tv show he's like my michael or i mean my michelle it's like why would you call him my michael like uh, yeah he, he, you obviously you know what I, mean? I would never confuse my wife's name with a man's name
5: because, or another, or a, yeah, name, or or another I mean? female or another female yeah that's like one of those jokes in a lot of like romance novels or movies or whatever. Cause all the novels I read, right? <laughs> but like where they say, like, uh, you know, they're having sex and the da- the guy shouted out some chick's name. That's not hers, right? Like that's like a stereotype. I don't even know that it actually happens though. No,
4: like,
5: you got to be fucking either drunk as shit or just stupid as shit. Or to both do that, man. It's, it's, yeah, or both. Or, you know, you, you're cheating, maybe. I mean, I, I, you know, I I I, don't, I really don't see how that happens yeah. at all. But um, yeah, man, moving along here to the second one, and again, I don't think that these three clips have anything to do with each other, other than just being about Michelle slash Michael. Big Mike.
8: They could run
9: Michelle Obama, and if they do, Michelle Obama. I can't
0: Michelle stand Oprah. Obama. Is the most popular no. woman in America you know i hate politics you can forget about the disclaimer i'm
5: convinced that okay so the guy's name is joel gilbert and this is an opening scene to his film um yeah it's great i think it's called michelle obama 2024 her real life story and plan for power but phenomenal film
0: michelle obama is running for president in 2024
8: systemic racism pepper spray and rubber bullets on peaceful
0: protesters she's following the exact same formula that Barack did to become president Michelle was the keynote speaker at the 2020 Democrat Convention just like Barack was in 2004 Barack once ran a voter registration organization now
7: so does Michelle that's how we change America
2: what's so bad about America that needs changed like seriously
5: there are problems like the there income is. inequality and stuff. Yeah, but they're not going to change those. They're because they're they're the things that are that are wrong with America. They're benefiting off of. Correct. And they're really good. This is a genius tactic where they target poor people and stupid people. Right? Mm-hmm. Not all poor people are stupid, but a lot of them are, unfortunately. And that's not you know. But I'm not rich. I'm I, I literally will, middle class.
2: I will say all stupid people are poor.
5: No, I think all, I, there's some fucking <laughs> retarded rich people. I no, I just... um, look at the Obamas. Hey, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: Elon um, Musk.
5: Yeah, Elon Musk, who fetal alcohol syndrome, and Greta Thunberg, and all these people. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 strange though how masterful that mind control is, where they can you know kind of say like we need to change America, we need to make it work for you. Making it work for us would make it not work as efficiently for them, right? And people don't really put themselves in that position, so they don't and, see that. And part of the biggest
2: a, mind control is getting the black community to blindly follow the Democratic Party, like they don't even yeah. look into their own history to that 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 party. And I'm not a, a Republican or a Democrat anymore, you know. I'm, but if I was to ha- gun to the head, have to pick a party. On on its history, I would have to pick the Republican Party over a Democrat. That's my two options. I'm picking Republican because morally, I agree with them more. Yeah do they do they yeah, still well, fuck me? Yes, up. but they didn't start the KKK and Jim Crow laws and all this other fucked up shit.
5: Yeah, before Kennedy, all uh, basically all black people blindly voted Republican, uh-huh. and then I think somewhere along the line, uh, you know, the powers that be wanted to make black culture more popular right with hip-hop right. uh the art you know and, I, and i'm not going to sit here and say that black art is better than white art because i think when people say that it's just like it's kind of like a weird projection right like that's like the guy last week was like i love asian people <laughs> and he's like pointing out all the asians that are running right. shit Do you? um it's it's fine though it's good why can't we like culture is meant there's this term in like the hip-hop community um called like and they refer to it as a culture vulture, where someone like like let's say uh someone like Bruno Mars, who's not black, um, comes in and does all the black shit, right? He's like an Asian dude, Bruno Mars, right? Is he really? Um Yeah, he might be like five percent black or something, but huh. um, yeah, he's a from what I understand, he's Asian. And and maybe that's not the best example, but let's say uh Eminem or or G Easy, you know, these yeah. white rappers, Mac Miller who's passed away and stuff these these white people that come in and act like they're black and act like they love the culture of black people which the culture of black people people's gonna shit let's not be real like like fake about that right black culture right now unfortunately for them is girls getting up and shaking their asses and talking about how many dudes they fucked. that's what it is mm-hmm. like you know obviously there's the, that's oversimplifying it you could say that white culture is school shootings right but the stuff that's made cool for for black kids and by in large actually all kids and in, in suburbia and shit like that too it's all about chicks having sex with all kinds of dudes and being a gang before that it was yeah well not so much that anymore but yeah a lot of shooting um i don't know man <laughs> it, it's a really really weird situation but anyway what i was getting at with the black uh culture vulture shit, is people coming in and taking this culture, but culture is literally meant to spread, Mm -hmm. right? This is where the Mexicans have it so right. When they do, they did the UFC Noche thing. And obviously Noche is night. They usually call them fight nights. Mm -hmm. They did this Mexican one, Noche. I didn't hear one Mexican person being like, why the fuck are they calling it Noche? That's offensive. You had so many white dudes wearing sombreros in the audience, right? You had all kinds of ponchos and sombreros and like celebrating Mexican culture it's not offensive and they don't get offended. They welcome it, man. Right here in the U S we bring people in, uh, usually against the taxpayers will, but we bring people in and then those people push their shitty cultures that didn't work into the U S uh-huh. in Mexico. If you go there and you try to push your culture onto them, you'll get fucking killed. Dude. Yeah. Dude, like they, they, they're proud of their culture.
2: One of my dreams, even as a little, when when I was in high school, It's on my bucket list. This sounds so stupid, so cliche. But I want to go to Mexico. I want a big sombrero. I want a poncho. poncho, And I want to ride a donkey into the sunset, smoking the best marijuana and drinking a beer. That's just after eating some great fucking Mexican food. I've wanted to do that since I was a little, little kid. Well, little high school kid. Um, dude, I was gonna
5: just, say that's a weird dream for a five year old. Yeah.
2: Well, since since I was in high school, because I I like the the South American and Mexican culture. You know what I mean? Especially like the Aztecs and the Mayans and all that shit. Like, there's so much that we don't get taught about that because, unfortunately, we're more brainwashed and and told, and eh, we're we're not going to talk. You need to learn about the Egyptians more. And it's like, why can't we learn about South America? It's right underneath us. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. But just one of those things. And, and the culture vulture thing, braids in the black community, like cornrows and all that, that, that didn't start in, in the African-American community. That, that was a Viking thing. That culture spread mm-hmm. to Africa from the Vikings. They were the ones that did that. It's called a Norwegian twist for a reason. So, just just a little info out there.
5: The old Norwegian twist, I like it. Yeah, anyway. yeah, man. No, it's just uh, it's an upside down world. It is kind of situation. Very strange, very strange. But uh, yeah, dude. So, so let's listen to this last one here, okay? And then uh, we'll see what uh, what you got. I'll kick it off to you, and then we'll, we can kind of do the old uh, volleying. This is a little bit longer here. That's fine. I believe once we start going,
0: she moved to Hyde Park as soon as she could,
5: and and now by the way, this is this Joel Gilbert guy. Okay, he's actually talking about his uh, his film here in his book. It sounds like
0: she moved to Hyde Park as soon as she could, and never wanted to be in the black community. And then I trace her professional career in Chicago. She worked for the mayor of Chicago. She was the assistant planning commissioner, and her job was to knock down the projects. She made twenty thousand blacks homeless like Cabrini-Green and gave away the land to these Democrat Party donor developers like Tony Resco. And having proven how callous she was toward black people, Michelle was hired by the University of Chicago Medical Center to get rid of the black Southsiders who were showing up in their emergency room. Michelle headed up something called the Southside Health Collaborative and if you were black and showed up, she would put you in a van and ship you back to the Southside to these crappy clinics and Michelle would tell them it's good for you, this is better for you. So white liberal elites paid Michelle millions of dollars to deal with their problems with black people. They couldn't hire a white person to make blacks homeless or kick them out of the emergency room. Michelle always took those jobs. So Michelle has a terrible history with the black community of exploitation and abuse of black people. And she creates these phony stories to pretend to say, oh, I'm just one of these ordinary black folks. I suffer discrimination. Never happened. Yeah. So.
10: What's even worse is that, you know, once she went to uh, $3,500 per year at the time. Uh, Whitney Young Magnet School, um, you know, she says South Side of Chicago, but it's really the South Shore, which is East Chicago, like you point out in your book. Right. Um, and, you know, she was in a kind of a moderate uh, income family. It was part of the Democratic Party machine since a child because her father was a precinct Catherine. But her initial uh, mentor, uh, Bernadine Dorn, um, who's, whose husband and her, the weather on the ground, they bombed the Capitol, the Pentagon, New York City Police Headquarters. Two cops died with their group uh, in a botched bank robbery. Uh, and Valerie Jarrett hired her in, the, in Chicago. Tell us about that. We have about three minutes.
0: Well, uh, you know, Valerie Jarrett was the person who hired Michelle in to work with the mayor's office. But Michelle was very close to Bernadine Dorn, the wife of Bill Ayers. She was the head of the Weather Underground Terror Group, Domestic Terrorists. And Michelle worked with Bernadine Dorn at the Sidney Austin law firm and also at Public Allies, where Michelle was a community organizer. The Obamas went to the home of Bernadine Dorn and Bill Ayers for dinners every week for years in the 90s. So what I do is I trace Bernadine Dorn's anti-American rhetoric. Correct. Especially what Bernadine Dorn called the politics of fear. It's yeah. this crazy theory that we're all afraid of each other. Sorry, I'm. Does it keep pausing? A little bit.
5: Yeah. So sorry, I was trying to pull up Weather Underground while we're while we're watching this, but I'll just do that after. Okay. Sorry about that. Here I'm
0: we go. Fine. And uh, that's what all policies are based on: this fear. So Michelle used Bernadine Dorn's rhetoric word for word in the campaign trail. She still talks about fear to this day. So you can't. Overstate the amount of influence that these domestic terrorists had on the Obamas.
10: Right. And Michelle Obama, um, Barack Obama said that Bill Ayers, when he was questioned about his relationship, Bill was just some guy in the neighborhood, but they were actually partners at the uh, Annandale
0: uh, Institute, right? Yeah, also the Woods Foundation. It was Bill Ayers' father who actually brought Obama from New York after he graduated from Columbia to work at the Developing Communities Project, a socialist group in Chicago that was trying to penetrate the black church groups. They wanted a front man who had a black face because the black churches were very religious. They weren't interested in socialism, communism, and Marxism. So they thought they could trick them into joining up if they had a, a black front man. And that's the, the first job Obama had in Chicago from Bill Ayers' father. And you can see all about it, by the way, the book. Uh, that's the, the film. But you can. Go to Amazon.com on Prime Video and watch the film. And also, you can see it on SalemNow.com. And then the book version is available on Amazon.com. There's a book and a movie. Right. So
10: her whole life basically has been a culmination up until this point. Um, there's no way Biden's going to be the nominee. And what's interesting is even CNN and MSNBC is they're they're criticizing Biden. And they're not defending him anymore. It's kind of like the memo went out from the DNC. Uh, We have about one minute. Tell us what you think.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the tide has just turned. I mean, it's been it's been in the works for some months, but it's clear that with its November deadline, December deadline coming, that they all want to move Biden out. Nobody wants him. They don't think he he may not live to the end of a second term, let alone, uh, you know, be elected to it. So they want to clearly bring in someone else. And I believe that someone else is Michelle Obama. She's perfectly positioned herself to, to do it. And, uh, the consensus is out there. It's just a matter of time. And I think November is the critical month. All right, everybody, uh, Joel Gilbert, go get the movie. Uh, tell us in 20 seconds how to get the book and
10: the movie again.
0: Yeah. Book is on amazon.com and the film is on Amazon prime movies or salemnow.com Good. Good. Every, there you go. So
5: you can check it out.
2: Hell yeah. I, um, I'm going to be checking that out. And I don't know, maybe how long ago did this come out? This movie.
5: I don't know. I think I watched it last year, maybe two years ago. Okay.
2: Maybe that's where Adam Curry kind of got the idea and others, which is a very small handful um, about Michelle actually being positioned position to run for
5: 2024. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I heard it from, from the movie and it just made sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of sense. So yeah, that's uh-huh. that man. What do you got? We can see what, uh, some of the, the shit you found there.
2: Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, Let's see what we're gonna get into.
5: Let me share my screen. Let's see it.
2: All sorts of stuff.
3: Uh, Excited.
2: Seems how we're kind of on the Obamas. Uh, hey, there's my buddy. See him?
5: Okay. I know he's always in yeah. your. Uh,
2: that always headed. in your. I love seat. that bald-headed freak. Look at him. You just want to stick a dick in his mouth. Fucking no. any uh, sure. Anyway. So, people out there that are getting kind of duped by this Vivek Ramasamy running for president, um, here's a little surprise for you.
6: Democratic or Republican. This is not Democrat
2: ideas or Republican ideas.
6: This is an American idea. These
2: are fundamentally American ideals.
0: Imagine they were driving a car and and they,
10: they drove it. Into of the ditch if somebody has repeatedly crashed your car
2: you can't have the keys back do you want to turn over the keys to the same people who crashed it said russia in the 1980s or now it's weird or what for their foreign policy back i have a newsflash the ussr does not exist anymore you know the cold war has been over for 20 years it fell back in
11: 1990 a skinny guy with a funny name who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny
2: last name but they sense deep in their bones i believe deep in my oh. bones Eat deep for a spoon of milk
9: from many, many, one, yeah.
2: we are one people. I
5: have a dream that Point. we can be one people again. Mm. V- you know, I v- really like the idea of uh, of Obama being a clone of Akhenaten. I forget who brought that up, it was something on tinfoil hat back when I used to listen to that. that.
2: Is um, and, uh, uh, Freeman Fly, Freeman Fly is the one who uh came up with that. Uh,
5: that is him theory, but
2: he has some pretty damn good proof to back it up
5: yeah and i don't know if he necessarily like came up with the theory or if he found it and kind of like you know validated it or what i don't know what the story is there but it would be really interesting man and like this would be like movie shit if um they did just clone obama to be Ramaswamy or any president that we have you know what i mean right um people are openly talking about it people that aren't conspiracy theorists are talking about you know, who who's really controlling Biden, right? Excuse me. I don't know. It's just an interesting kind of thing yeah, to think
2: about. It's very interesting. Um, we opened up with uh Diane Feinstein uh passing away. So I just want to play um Mitch McConnell's response to uh to her passing.
5: <laughs> There's another guy can like, fucking get rid of him, man.
2: And, folks, it's, it, for for the audio listeners, it's just the video of when he froze and just staring like a fucking turtle.
5: <laughs> yeah, it is playing. He didn't yeah. forget to play a clip. It's just that's Mitch McConnell. That's another leader yeah. of this country that is on death's door.
2: Um, You and I are both dog lovers. And yes. there's certain breeds out there that... If reported, you and I say we had a a certain breed, which we both do, or mixes, and there's other breeds out there, if they bite other humans um, more than, I think it's like two or three times, they get get put down because it's that breed. Well, this is one of those breeds, but it's getting handled differently
7: it's looking like the Bidens may have to send their dog to a doghouse somewhere other than the White House. Commander has now attacked at least 11 times, and he's being called a significant hazard. Here's Amber Cagliano.
9: Commander is in the doghouse again. The Bidens' two-year-old German shepherd has bitten another Secret Service agent, this time a woman.
7: There has been another unfortunate incident involving President Biden's dog at the White House. Commander, It is the 11th known time that the two-year-old German shepherd has bitten someone. You
9: heard right. This is the 11th time in two years the dog has sunk his teeth into someone. The officer was treated (laughs) by medical personnel on the White House complex, says a Secret Service spokesman. This is Sadie, she's a good-natured German Shepherd, Commander, not so much. He had to undergo retraining following a biting incident that was so bad, the victim had to be taken to the hospital. In another incident, First Lady Jill Biden reportedly couldn't regain control of the dog as it charged at a member of the Secret Service. (laughs) A former Secret Service agent calls Commander a significant hazard, it's a serious issue. The Bidens aren't giving up on Commander, at least not yet. Dr. Jill's office says the White House can be a stressful environment for family pets, and the First Family continues to work on ways to help Commander handle the often unpredictable nature of the White House. Stay proud. Stay tuned. Commander arrived at the White House as a puppy in December 2021. The Biden's previous dog, General, was exiled out of the White House to a quieter environment after a biting incident. I spoke to veterinarian Dr. Andrea Tu. Should this dog who has bitten 11 times remain in the workplace? That is a very hard question. If the environment is too chaotic, too stressful for him, it is the human's responsibility to get him out of that situation before he feels like he needs to... It's
7: looking like...
2: And that human That human can't even Know to remove himself from the White House
5: right 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 now this is the thing though Um, I don't think that this Is on the Bidens Uh, And you know you know I don't give two shits about These people but You know Trump didn't train his dog No one trains you Know no politician Or no one in the White House is training their Own animals right right So this is like set up to happen Like they're intentionally having this shitty dog and it's not like they have a remote control on the dog telling them to bite someone or act up or that they're necessarily lying about it, which they could be. Right. They could be just lying about it. But, you know, let's say that they're not going the the lengths here to lie about a dog's behavior because that would be weird. Right. If this is actually happening, if it's biting people over and over again. The people, whoever was training it, the handler of the dog has to train it better. Like, yes, it's not Biden or Jill that's training the fucking dog. No, it,
2: they help. They can't even train themselves. And I'm <laughs> another pet peeve I have is just because you have your doctorate in education doesn't make you a fucking doctor.
5: Yeah, I actually I keep meaning to get my. My. Uh, there's a university I found where you can pay 20 bucks and write a paper about something. And I've been wanting to get my doctorate in psychology, um, just so that people have to refer to me and you would have to as well. Otherwise I won't do the show anymore as Dr. Dean. <laughs> Dr. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm working on it. I haven't, I mean, I'm not working on it. It'll take a day when I actually go through with it, but I need to get it. I'm going to have it right here so that if anyone <laughs> fucking gives me lip, I'll just point to that and be like, I fucking know what I'm talking about um i've been wanting to do it for a while so
2: that's fucking hilarious
5: Um, you should do it too we should both like i should be a doctor in psychology they they offer like eight different doctorates um and it's like 20 bucks and then you got to write a quick paper you could just have ai write it for you and just send it in i'm down if i can yeah gimmick yeah fuck yeah
2: um where do i want to go um Well, let's stay with Biden.
6: During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the Civil Rights Movement. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I was involved. I was involved in what what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. When I marched in the Civil Rights Movement, I did not march with the 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. So we changed attitudes. When I was 17 years old, like many of you, I participated in sit-ins to desegregate the restaurants and movie houses of Wilmington, Delaware. I came out of the civil rights movement. I was one of those guys that sat in and marched and all that stuff. Thank you for what you've done for me. I started off <laughs> for a kid... In the civil rights
2: movement and when we could when I we was in high school during the 60s. No, no, you didn't. Um rough. Yeah, it is. Uh, I had some stuff on the shutdown, but that that passed, so um, we'll go back to the debate that we had.
5: Are they not shutting down
2: anymore? Watch Mexican how my pen are- uh, No, they passed. Uh, well, it, it needs to be signed by the... Sleepy Joe, but the the house passed passed a, a continuing resolution.
5: I wish that they just let it shut down. That's the reason that they don't want it to shut down is because everyone will realize that we don't need them. Right. So it's hilarious when people like freak out about, oh, the government's going to shut down. They won't let it because if they're out of jobs, A, they don't get their paycheck for that day, which mm-hmm. will be just devastating to them. Right. And then, uh, you know, we'll realize really quickly that nothing will change without the government involved with for a week. And then we'll be like, well, let's try it. You yeah. Know?
2: And there was a democratic, uh, I don't know if I have the video, a, a Democrat. He pulled the fire alarm. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. They were getting ready to vote and he pulled the fire alarm to evacuate everybody. And he's getting a lot of heat for it. I think he should be prosecuted just like the J sixers. I mean, they didn't pull any fire alarms, but they were just walking through. Most of them were peaceful. And he, he sits there and pulls a fire alarm. That If you and I pull a fire alarm falsely, we get arrested in, in a hmm. public place. So, I don't know. Trash bags all over.
5: What's the guy's name?
2: You know. Oh, shit. What was his name? I'll have to think about it. I, I don't, don't remember off the here. top of my head remember it. But let's... uh. I'm going to go back right. to the debate for a quick second. I don't like any of these guys, but we'll we'll just see, you know, especially if Pence is getting called out.
10: You're going to be
2: treated like
11: the
0: foreign terrorist organizations that they are.
9: Just Vice President Pence, you said if elected you would repeal all Obamacare mandates. However, you also made that same promise in 2016. And at that time, Trump-Pence had congressional majorities for at least the first two years, and you did not deliver on that promise. So Obamacare, right now, it is more popular than ever. Why should Americans trust you, if you become president, to fix that, or is Obamacare here to stay?
6: Well, first let me speak to the mass shootings issue, and then I'll answer that question. It's an important one, Dana. Hmm. Look, I'm someone that believes that justice delayed is justice denied. And as a father of three, as a grandfather of three beautiful little girls, I'm, I am sick and tired of these mass shootings happening in the United States of America. If I'm president of the United States, I'm going to go to the Congress of the United States, and we're going to pass a federal expedited death penalty for anyone involved in a mass shooting so that they will meet their fate in months, not years. It is unconscionable that the, the, um, the Parkland shooter, Ron, is actually going to spend the rest of his life behind bars in Florida. That's not justice. We have to mete out justice and send a message to these would-be killers that you are not going to live out your days behind bars. You're going to meet justice in this system. But
9: does that mean Obamacare is here to stay?
6: (laughs) Well, thank you for reiterating the question, because I'd love to answer it. Look. You got I I think negatives. it's one of the cho- I think it's one of the choices here. You know, my former running mate, Donald Trump actually has a plan to start to consolidate more power in Washington, D.C., consolidate more power in the executive branch. If I'm president of the United States, it's my intention to make the federal government smaller by returning to the states those resources and programs that are rightfully theirs under the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution. That means all Obamacare funding, all all housing funding, all HHS funding, all of it goes back to the states. We'll shut down the Federal Department of Education will allow states to All right. innovate. We're gonna revive federalism in America, and states are gonna help bring sure. America back. Scary, but
5: Steve, go
3: ahead. May I remind everyone to keep within their time.
2: He's such a smug piece of shit.
5: He just Well, and it's interesting too, man, how how everyone that uh was a Trump supporter or Trump voter, even how their opinion has changed so much about him, and he's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he hasn't changed. Mm-mm. So it's interesting uh, that Trump MK Ultra shit worked so well. And we, we all thought that Pence was a great vice president candidate um, until now we don't.
2: Very true. I don't know. I was never really a big fan of Pence, but I didn't really pay that close attention to him. You know what I mean? Honestly, who does pay attention to the vice president unless they're a bumbling idiot like Kamala or when Joe was vice president? Pence was just kind yeah. of quiet and just hung out in the background. You know what I mean? So there was never really any
5: light on him. Really? I just remember during the debate with him. And, uh, when Hillary Clinton had that guy that looked like the Joker, um, I forget his name. Yeah. Um, fuck, what but, was his name. Uh, and by the way, the other guy, his name is Jamal, the guy that pulled the, uh, pulled the fire alarm. We got Jamal Bowman. Okay. Uh, that did that. So, uh, you know, he's black. He's not going to go to jail. He's a rich black dude. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Nice. He's fine. He, he's he he probably pulled it to raise awareness about racism or something, even though he's a very wealthy individual. Right. Um, But let's see what else we got here, because I wanted to share something that a friend of the show, all friends of the show here, Matthew sent. And it's it's kind of getting back to a lighter note here a little bit. Football. We all love football. Yeah,
2: my Packers are um, not doing the greatest. They're two and two. Yeah, they're not going to do very good.
5: No, it's they're first. Not year. do very good. I
2: Let's still have here. hopes. I have dreams.
5: Yeah, well, hey, I mean, I look at the hat I'm wearing right here, man. They, these guys are about to get slaughtered today. <laughs> the Cardinals are going to get absolutely wrecked this Sunday against the 49ers. But I still have a little faith. Yeah. I think that they might actually not get their asses beat if they can play against the 49ers who's a division rival they usually play them fairly well um i think it'll be a a good showing of their uh abilities here they they've been playing good the first half and then shitting the bed the second so we'll see and yes it's all fake guys but you gotta enjoy it i even got bob moral bob to say he kind of like misses college football at least really because he was seeing some i mean i did it's not like i did anything but he uh, he's like one of these big bread and circus guys, like yep. everything's a distraction, you know, fuck everything. And I was like, dude, you got to have something. And he was like, you know, man, I was driving past like it was I think it was a high school football practice and he just kind of looked over and saw the kids playing. He was like, that shit looks fun. It's like, yeah, man, like you have to have fun. Um, you have to have know, a little
2: circus in your life or you're going to go fucking crazy.
5: Yeah, and you don't have to look at it like bread and circuses. Or if you do, and you just be like, "Well, who's supposed to win today?" You know what I mean? Right. Let's have root fun. For them. It. Yeah, I have
2: mad respect um, for that big black dude. Mad, re- I want to shake that motherfucker's hand.
5: Isn't that cool? I don't know if it's real, but what a wild picture, right? Yeah, it's a image of a really fat black dude. Impressive stomach. I mean, this is a man's physique right here. Yeah, that, that's your typical dad. He's body. just. Yeah, got perfect form, and he's just kicking the shit out of an alligator in the face.
2: I, w- I if Pretty if nice. it's not real, I will give props to whoever photoshopped that because they did a really good fucking job.
5: Yeah, this is a nice t-shirt too, right? Sirloin, sirloin. <laughs> Isn't that good? That's great. It's a steak getting knighted, and it's sirloin. All right, here's the video I wanted to show. Matthew sent this in. It's really cool stuff. Uh, NFL connections to the mob and uh, more possible sports rigging here. That's
11: footage of NFL stars Nick and Joey Bosa playing above me. These guys are fared on the field. You know who else was feared? The great-grandfather, Chicago mob boss Tony Accardo. Tony Accardo, the big tuna, Joe Batters. This guy was the ultimate boss in Chicago. He goes back to the Capone era where he was his bodyguard. In 1947, Tony Accardo became the main boss of the Chicago Outfit. From that day until he died in 1992, he was always the main boss, just using a series of front bosses. In 1988, Eric Kumaro was drafted by the Miami Dolphins. He was a standout athlete at Oak Park River Forest High School. He was also the grandson of Tony Accardo. Eric Kumaro's sister then goes on to marry NFL player John Busey. They then have kids, Nick and Joey, current NFL stars.
6: Grandfather, was used to be Al Capone's bodyguard. Not bodyguard, but what? That's not
0: something I should really be talking about.
2: That's footage of NFL stars Nick and Joey. Interesting, huh? right Above me, very interesting. And he dodged that That's like a, like a bullet. He's like, eh, I don't think I really should be talking about this.
5: Yeah, I still don't have, see why not. I mean, uh, people, maybe, people they know about that stuff. maybe they still have ties.
2: Maybe they still are connected in some some way.
5: Yeah, I don't know, man. It is uh, definitely pretty interesting, though. Uh, Let's see what else we can find here on the fly. Um, It's always kind of hard to... Let's see if we got... Didn't Catalyst send us something or no? Yes, he did. Was it? No, not the picture.
2: Oh, you know what? Maybe that's what it was. It was the picture of, of that cuz I scrolled up and it was that thing we played last week about the propulsion or whatever video that he sent in.
5: Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, man. No, I uh my big thing right now for this time of year coming up to it is just the the crazy political atmosphere that we're going to start seeing, right? I think it's going to be a a pretty interesting wild kind of time. Now, do you know much about And I don't think we talked about it a whole lot last week, but this broadcast that's supposed to go on on the on the 4th here coming right up, Mm -hmm. right? October 4th.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The emergency broadcast signal that's supposed to go out to everything that they did under the Trump administration as well.
5: Right. We know that October 4th uh, emergency alert. Let's see if we can find any kind of and it is a FEMA alert. Mm hmm. So let's see if we can find uh, anything with that conspiracy. And here, here's my thing. I, w- I, I love a good conspiracy just as
2: well as the next con- guy that likes one. Now, where my mind stops right here is you do realize that these agencies do have to run tests to make sure their equipment and, and um, messaging systems do actually work. Because if they don't run these tests, and we do have a catastrophic you know, emergency, say, fucking Yellowstone blows up, interrupts, and they go to send out a message and it doesn't work, everybody's going to be pissed. Well, why didn't it work? Well, because everybody thought it was a fucking conspiracy when we did test it. So, I don't know. That's just kind of how I think of it. And I could be completely wrong. Uh, you know, as I'm sitting here wearing a shirt that says government is the virus that you can get at dangerousworldpodcast.com.
5: Why, thank you. Such a nice plug there. Okay, so. this I'm just kind of looking online, but I, I found something This seems to be, and this guy's a fucking tool. Uh, I'll share my screen with you here. Anytime you got a mustache like this, man, I just uh I mean this guy's a fed, you know, and (laughs) that too. But um people have sent us videos of this guy too. But uh so what's going to happen on October 4th, 2000 and Whoa, what is that date? Oh, okay. Never mind, I kinda glitched out there. Uh 2023, FEMA emergency alert conspiracy theory explored. Now, we're seeing some people think that this is going to turn people into zombies. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've heard that. I love the theory. I just hope they're not the fast. Theory. One, I don't I want them to be
5: slow. You don't want them to be slow.
2: No, I do want the zombie to, zombies to be slow. I don't want them to be fast.
5: Yeah. That's the worst. Let's check this guy, uh, this fucking dipshit. Let's see what he's got to say here.
2: Hey, ladies, giving out free mustache rides.
3: Yeah. Dark predictions. For October 4th, you might want to stay tuned for this one because something's going to happen. Okay, this is from a government website, FEMA, okay?
5: By the and, way, I think that this retard thinks he was pointing to something. Like he had some words up here and he's like, oh, shit, I guess I didn't. Oh, well, we'll just keep the clip. Yeah, <laughs>
3: stay tuned for this one because put him somewhere else. something's going to happen. Okay, this is from a government website, FEMA, okay? A national emergency alert for October 4th. Stay tuned because this is important. First, I'm going to read what they are telling us, and then I'm going to tell you my prediction, okay? The nation, uh, the national test will consist of two portions, okay? Approximately 2.20 p.m. on Wednesday, October 4th, okay? Make sure to read this. This is important. Text messages will be sent to all TVs, radios, and cell phones, Okay? okay? Okay. The first part will be directed to all cell phones, okay? okay. The message will display in English or Spanish, blah, 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 blah. So the second part will be sent to radios and television, okay? okay? And also, there's a backup date of October 11th. hmm So saying at 2.20 p.m., they'll broadcast for approximately 30 minutes. Okay. okay. All compatible wireless phones uh, that are switched on within a range of an active cell pho- uh, tower uh, could receive this message. So one thing you can do to protect yourself is shut this off is the first thing I'll, I'll nope, let you know. still won't on work. October 4th. Maybe keep your phone off.
2: It'll still come uh, through.
3: This will be a test. And multiple sources, just in case anyone believes this is not true, you can research this yourself. Okay, so I'm no scientist, but I don't know the effect of having multiple millions of people, almost 400 million people's phones ringing at the same time over a 30-minute period. I don't know what that'll do. Like, do you remember the old days when your phone used to ring and it would affect the speaker in the room? Beep, 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 and it would start crackling the speaker? Now imagine every single phone doing that. And there's been some videos in the past of how these signals can affect insects. And also there's been studies that show... Uh, not only Wi-Fi and mobile phone radiation can affect them uh, and disrupt their circadian rhythms and immune system functions. So it could be uh, catastrophic trying to use everyone's phone at the exact same time for not only human health, potentially, but insects, birds, bees, things like that. So that's my prediction, is if you keep doing things like this and we don't watch the science behind it and the reactions or even study this before we try it, this could be potentially devastating to our ecosystem and our planet and humanity. So please initiate some research on all this, guys, <laughs> at, at
5: minimum. That hey guy's trying to use like big words. You can tell he's done than a bag of shit.
2: Yeah, completely. And um, I only have one thing to say to him.
3: Must be weird not having anybody come on you. He's a he, strange dude. He, he's man. a very strange uh, dude.
2: You can, I was i'm like are you gonna fucking give us any information like so far no. you've you there's no conspiracy there like
5: well that's the thing like uh, in 2020 like you know w- when a lot of people started their conspiracy shows um it was easy and now everyone's gotten so cynical that you can't do the same stuff that we were doing in 2020 no um and actually like be relevant at all um there's probably some idiots out there that that you know trust everything that that dude says and it just you know to anyone that sent us this dude there's been a couple people that have Mm -hmm. sent him to us we're not saying you're stupid obviously but um and and these people usually don't even believe they're just sending us cool shit you know which you know yeah i love the theory and i'm not even denying that i'm sure it's not his theory he probably saw it somewhere and he's branding it as his own because he seems like one of those type of dudes but for me it just seems like uh i like some research like maybe put some pieces together and mm-hmm. then, and then do the presentation on that right don't just say well uh like i can do one right here with this clock i'm looking at this red clock right here and the two uh bells look like a scale and that means that libra is going to come into uh <laughs> fucking power over the next couple of days and Libra's not supposed to come into power so you know all this shit like you can just make stuff up um <laughs> and, and yeah, man, it's it's just a goofy thing to do, man. I think that that's all that people like that kind of do is throw shit at the wall, hoping that one sticks. Has yeah. one of his predictions come through? I doubt it. I doubt it. I, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't pay attention
2: other than when he people send us the stuff and we play it on here. That's the only time I ever really see the guy. And and I right, right. spend a decent amount of time on on the old tick him a talk. And uh, I haven't come across one of his videos. He's just not in my him.
5: How long is this video? This seems fun. 12 minutes. Oh, 12 minutes. Okay, we don't want to go 12 minutes. There's an abandoned secret society compound that was found in the Appalachian Mountains. That's fun. Ooh. For, for Halloween. I have a clip. Smoky Mountains. On,
2: uh, I think Victoria sent it to me on secret societies.
5: Oh, find it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get up into PP real quick while you're finding it. Okay. Retain the guests. I can here.
2: Hopefully, I um. Yeah, let me dead air. Right, so we'll just do one little thing here and stop share because I need to open up a different window to get to the one. That I want, because you guys all need to know all this, you know, the happenings of the show as we're as we're going. But uh, yeah, let me get down to uh, Victoria here, because I think it wasn't on TikTok, or maybe it was. Yeah, here it is. Secret Societies. And uh, just needed to scroll back up.
8: It is September 25th, 2023, and the world, once again, did not end on the 23rd like predicted. But let me tell you something, though. There's a sect of elites out there that know when the world will end and how it will end. And apparently they are called the progeny of Jove. Now, if you ask me how do I know this, basically I found this website archived in the deepest web out there it is wild the guy claims to be an Illuminati whistleblower and let me tell you like some of the things that he's written on his page are insane and accurate insane but they were written I think back in the 90s now it's just like archived and let me just show you this before I start so this guy basically says that there is a group or a sect out there called the progeny of Jove now if you're wondering what Jove means it
2: now have you heard of this secret society because I know you've you dig a lot into secret societies you're muted.
5: I haven't. I nope.
2: said. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I could read your lips, but I don't think the listeners could. Okay. So this is, this is good. Cause I didn't, I've never heard of it and I was kind of hoping you didn't either. So we'll, we'll let it play.
8: It means Jupiter or God. So if you look at the meaning of Jove, let's just put that down so you guys don't think I'm Googling love, um, it basically means Roman god of the bright sky, but at the bottom here it says, Old Latin, Lovis, as the god's name, C. Jupiter. Now the sect of progeny, progeny of Jove aren't as evil as the elites or deletes, the parasites that just we with that know. that little hand over. Basically there, what they do is they make art and movies, huge Hollywood hey. movies, to warn us if we can see the signs and the symbolism.
5: What's that? I was saying move the uh, hand. way, it's <laughs> right in the middle of her oh,
2: face. my bad. Here, let me pick her nose. There.
8: <laughs> in the movie. And they believe that certain people need to be um, shown what will happen so that they can find their own way to safety. And they don't think everyone should be allowed to live just because they are very... How should I say this? Almost obsessed with the human IQ and how smart certain people are. So they believe that the smarter you are, the more your soul is awakened and that you should have the right to know what will happen so that you can save yourself. Now, the evil elites, on the other hand, they just want to wipe us out. They do not care. But what's really weird is they drew a map of this so-called flooding. And when I say the Y2Y land grab, so the Yukon to Yellowstone, UN, and the liberal land grab that they want from pretty much yukon to yellowstone and the reason why they made an underground thing in denver um colorado is because that whole corridor that they call the 2050 they want they want people out of there like they don't want any human settlements in there because they want the earth to be able to breathe again is because they want us in coastal 15 minute cities so that this flood wipes us out let me just show you this this is wild So here's the world map of what the flooding, what the damages of the flood will be. Now, I'm going to try and zoom into North America here. Um, Here we go. So you can see like the outlines of where the coast used to be and then how much of that will flood. Now, if you look into Alberta.
2: Thank God Tool got it right because uh, it looks like we are going to have an Arizona
8: Bay where which is like i can't even point to it right now because but if you look at alberta and then all the way down to yellowstone and colorado and everywhere else basically that is the safe zone and isn't that the exact same map that they want people out of like they want people out of these corridors so that the earth can heal yeah it kind of makes sense and the weird part is greenland never floods and if you look at some of these movies that some of these progeny of jove people have made like tomorrowland then not one with gerard butler with the flooding as well where they have to go to greenland um look to greenland and where the Swabald seed vault is those of you who don't know the doomsday seed vault isn't swall up there. That's probably the safest bet of where to be in case, you know, poop hits the fan. But I want to know what you guys think or what, you know, or if you guys can add to this.
5: Mm. That's cool, man. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, if you don't mind exiting your screen, we'll do a little live search for the progeny of Joe and see what okay. we can find. I'm going
2: to, I'm just going to step out on a limb and say Minnesota for the accent.
5: Or Canada. She mentioned Canada quite a bit there.
2: Yeah, that's that, that is true. Um, there for a minute I was thinking she might have been ex-Amish kind of the way she was saying some of her words but I I was just waiting for the don't you know but it was good information like I I watched a a little bit of it and I'm like alright I'm going to save this so thanks uh, Victoria for sending that in and uh, yeah uh, I never heard of it you say you've never heard of it so let's see what we can find
5: yeah there's not much on them uh, when you pull up uh, prodigy of Job, you find just stuff on Jupiter. So pretty, pretty deep secret society. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, um, she
2: said in the very beginning that she was down a a very deep rabbit hole with it. Is how she found it. Like she basically stumbled across it. So, if that's the case, we m- <laughs> you might have to spend some time going down some holes.
5: Well, I like holes. Um, yeah, and then you're getting some stuff with Mob Deep, the rapper Prodigy. Um, yeah, that's a tough one to find information on. That's great though. Mm-hmm. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, the belly of the snake was discovered over 60 years ago. Now, w- what's kind of cool is that the Gamatria calculator, um, has that whole phrase come out to 2053. So, you wonder if something's going to go down in 2053 that has something to do with them, right?
2: Yeah. Right here. Very, very possible. Now, Garrick's research suggests more 2058, but
5: who knows? Five year difference. Not, mm-hmm. not much of a not difference. Not much right? of a difference at all. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's great stuff, though. Thank you for that. Um, dude, there's so many different societies that, you, I mean, you can never, sorry about that, you oh, can yeah. never find. All these ones, man, and like it's hard to really know like the the powerful ones too.
0: Yeah,
2: because you've said it. Many many people say if we know their names, they're not that secret and they're not that powerful. Right, they're just the ones that they want us to focus on,
5: so we don't find the ones. Man, so what's interesting here? to move on seamlessly from subject to subject. Homes are unaffordable in 99% of the nation for the average American. Mm -hmm. I've heard this. I, I witness it every day.
2: I'm in the building trades. So who's buying houses? The only people that are really building houses right now in my area are, if you go out to state college, it would be your professors, lawyers, and doctors, and even pretty much that same demographic around even here, more local. Uh, State College is about an hour, hour 15 from where I live. But our big home builders that, that we supply, you know, there's the shingles, the windows, the sidings, dude, they're slow as fuck. In fact, the one is building a spec home, which is just A house that, hey, if you like this blueprint, you know, we'll sell you the house. But this is just one of our blueprints. So they're just like building it to build it. You know what I mean? Just so they can maybe hopefully sell it because nobody can afford the lumber. Mm. And and that's just one aspect
5: of it. You know what's crazy is that the ATTOM defined unaffordable as someone who must devote more than 28% of their income towards paying a particular home. When I moved into my house, my mortgage—I'll be transparent with you guys. My mortgage is six hundred and change, like six hundred I think forty, which is okay. very cheap, right?
2: Now, do you have your taxes um, es- also- Do you have your taxes escrowed in, in into that, or is that your mortgage? I believe so. So that's with your taxes uh, escrowed in. I
5: think, okay, I don't know. So that, that, that's I'm so that's, irresponsible with shit.
2: Well, you would know because you'd, <laughs> you'd find out when you go to file your taxes if you haven't been paying your 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 property tax and all that other shit.
5: Okay, so yeah, um, twenty eight percent, thirty five percent. Typical home price today would require thirty five percent of someone's annual wages, attom said. So that's probably the average. When I moved into this house, it was more than twenty eight percent of my income. So technically, it was probably, excuse me, unaffordable. Now that's not the case, right? Um, but that doesn't sound like that much, you know, for someone like you. Let's say someone in your position. And I'm not saying that you make this much or that your house mortgage is this much. I'm just using you as an example, okay? Let's say you have your wife, right? Mm-hmm. You bought bought your house in your name. Let's say you make $4,000 a month, okay. okay? Your mortgage is $1,500, maybe $2,000 a month, and you pay that. Let's say your wife pays the bills. Mm-hmm. You pay the mortgage, I mean, that's technically that's over. Maybe it's joint income at that point, right? Because maybe let's say your wife makes 2000 3000 So that's 7000 coming into the house. And then your 1500 to 2000 whatever, is not at that point 28% of that uh, right. income. So I guess, yeah, I mean, that, that it would be really hard if you were living by yourself to pay 30% towards just one thing. Because then you're paying internet, phone bill, car mm-hmm. insurance, electricity, water, heat, all this shit groceries, gas. I mean it all adds up quick, right? Yep. So yeah, man, I I guess for me, which is interesting, yeah, it's not anywhere near that now. Uh 28% is probably about 15% for my $600.
2: But you also um, have to good- look at what they're comparing. Uh you bought an already built home, so you're not um paying for a brand new uh build right off the gate with with uh do you guys have basements out there?
0: Oh, I wish.
5: Dude, okay. I want a fucking man cave so bad. Those <laughs> you right. have no idea, dude, how so, bad I want a fucking man cave.
2: The reason I only ask that, because I know they, they're they not real prevalent in uh, Texas and New Mexico and, and shit like that. They just, I, I guess, not that desirable or the, the water table's too too close in certain areas. But out here...
5: Well, places where there's hurricanes. That's where they do the basements, right?
2: Yeah. Like, up here in Pennsylvania, everyone has a basement, pretty much. I mean, it's very odd if... A house doesn't have a basement. But, you know, you pour your foundation. That's going to take, that uh, price increase just went up because now to get the concrete there, these companies are paying almost 5 $6. Now, I'm just saying for around here, every state's different. Check your local listings. 5 $6 in a gallon for diesel to drive that truck there plus the wage of, of that guy to bring the concrete. Or if you're going with a prefabbed uh, concrete walls. Then you got to look at the, the lumber, all that lumber, whether it's plywood, your two by fours, you know, two by sixes, you know, everything that they, the LVL beams, that price has gone probably, I think has tripled or almost quadrupled since 2020. And then you have to factor in the price of now your siding's gone up, your shingles have gone up, your your windows and everything else. So what would normally have cost to build a say $200,000 home is now costing people closer to five to five and a half six hundred thousand to build. So who, who can afford that? Doctors, lawyers, professors, us, me and you, I couldn't afford to build that now you weren't far off with with my mortgage. Now my mortgage itself is seven hundred, but with taxes and everything, it's nine hundred and some change every month. But you know that I can afford that. That's you know a quarter less than a quarter of my my earnings in a month. And but it was already existing. You know what I mean. So I didn't I didn't have to pay for all, like my house is solid brick. I couldn't imagine. You know, not only buying the lumber, that, but in then investing in and in putting brick on the exterior of this house. No way. And it's just a yeah. little three-bedroom, one-bath ranch.
5: Yeah, bricks. Uh, I mean, building shit used to be so cheap, man. Uh-huh. You know, and now you can't. I couldn't even fucking imagine building a brick home that would be, like, livable. Unless it was, like, a studio. Right. Like, building a brick home right now would be so much man i probably a, a, a one my size which is a small house it is a three bedroom two baths but it's tiny um it'd probably be north of a million bucks man with all that stuff you mm-hmm. know with brick oh yeah um you'd think i don't know maybe not but um i found another interesting one here more bad news about the mrna vaccines you want to hear it oh sure let's see if we get shocked. um what i said let's see if we actually get shocked i was gonna say too i know yeah shocking and alarm but i mean it it is kind of freaky i've through it if i got any questions about airplanes or building anything i'm going straight to you dude No, i'm going straight to you you know the building prices you know the airplane stuff well thank you um yeah absolutely uh okay so it's this is a snippet from an article that is on the uh spectator australia Hmm. Australia lovers of freedom, right? Absolutely. Um just kidding. But I mean, you know, people like Drew out there are. Hell yeah. Early in 2023, genomic scientist Kevin McCain McKernan, sorry, made an accidental discovery while running an experiment in his Boston lab. McKernan uh used some vials of mRNA Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccines as controls. He was, quote, shocked to find that they were. Allegedly contaminated with tiny fragments of plasmid DNA, uh, McKernan, who has uh, 25 years' experience in the field, ran the experiment again, confirming that the vials contained up to, in his opinion, 18 to 70 times more DNA contamination than the legal limits allowed by the European Medicines Agency or the EMA, and the Food and Drug Administration are familiar with them. Uh, kind of skipping ahead, and in, in, uh, these are highlights of the article that this post has. In particular, McKernan also uh, was alarmed to find that the presence of SV40 promoter in the Pfizer vaccine vials, this is a a sequence that is used to drive DNA into the nucleus, especially in gene therapies. And McKernan explains that this is uh, something that regulatory agencies around the world have specifically said is not possible with the mRNA vaccines. So the next thing I guess that we have to do is look up this SV40, right? for you, have you heard of this virus?
2: No. SV40 okay. SV40 almost sounds like a an aircraft.
5: <coughs> to call back. Yeah. Uh it's an abbreviation for simian uh vocalating virus 40 or simian virus 40. Uh poly whoa, polyomavirus. That is found to be in both monkeys and humans. Uh, SV40 is a DNA virus that sometimes causes tumors in animals. Okay, so this is essentially like carcinogenic tumor-causing yeah. virus, which, I mean, I'm not shocked at that, but nonetheless it is kind of crazy that they were adamantly telling us that that wasn't going to happen.
2: Right. They're safe and, and no. effective.
5: It doesn't seem like it was either. Mm-mm. Uh Finishing off this, in September of this year, Dr. <laughs> Buckholtz shares his findings in South Carolina. We'll just call him uh, Dr. Nutter, Dr. Butthead. Yeah. Uh, Buchholz uh, in South Carolina Senate hearing. I'm kind of alarmed about this DNA uh, being in the vaccine. It's different from RNA because it can be permanent, he told those present. There is a very real hazard, he said that the contaminant DNA fragments will integrate with a person's genome and become a quote, permanent fixture of a cell leading to autoimmune problems and cancers. in some people who have had the vaccinations, he also noted that these genome changes can quote last for generations. So Pfizer and Moderna were genius to put these vaccines out because they're going to create generations of cancer patients and people with permanently autoimmune diseases Mm -hmm. so they're gonna get sick more often um that's wild that is absolutely insane these companies man they and and the people in charge of them at the time literally need to be killed
2: yeah well it's the whole rockefeller medicine you know they create customers they don't cure patients
5: let's see what this clip of rick and morty is have you ever watched this show clips it's fucking brilliant, man. But yeah, let's see what they're talking about here. Why, boy,
12: Morty? I really Cronenberg the world up, didn't I? You got a whole planet of Cronenbergs walking around down there, Morty. Yeah, at least they're not in love with you anymore, though. It's a huge step in the right direction. My God, it's a living nightmare. How could you be so irresponsible, Rick? Me irresponsible? You, all I wanted you to do was hand me a screwdriver, Morty. You're the one who wanted me wanted me to buckle down and make you up a roofie juice serum so you could roofie that poor girl at your school. I mean, wh- 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 are you kidding me, Morty? You're gonna try to take the high road on this one? You- you- you're you a little creep, Morty. You- you're-, 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 you're just a little creepy creep person. Right, fine. I should have just listened to you when you refused to make the serum. I'm willing to accept my part of the blame for this, Rick, but I'll tell you something. You know what? You gotta accept your part of the blame. I'm not the one who fouled up the serum. I'm not the one who who, who, who haphazardly you know, mixed a bunch of nonsense together and created a bunch of Cronenbergs you got to fix this. All right, all right, Morty. Now, we, we, we are in a pretty deep hole here, but I do have one emergency solution that I can use that'll kind of put everything back to normal, relatively speaking. Here, Morty, put this on while I do a little bit of scouting.
5: Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, basically just creating a fucking bunch of freaks, huh? Yeah. Well... Yeah, it's crazy, man.
2: I have one quip... Uh, quip. A clip that we can end on. I don't know if you heard this news. Um, I think you'll... You'll like this news. Um, It's been a long time in in the making.
5: What do we got? What do we got?
4: 27 years. 27 years. For 27 years, the family of Tupac Shakur has been waiting for justice. We are here today to announce the arrest of 60-year-old Dwayne Keith Davis, a.k.a. Keithy D., for the murder of Tupac Shakur. Davis was arrested this morning by my LBMPD criminal apprehension team, and this investigation started on the night of September 7th, 1996. It is far from over. While I know there's been many people who did not believe that the murder of Tupac Shakur was important to this police department, I'm here to tell you that was simply not the case. It was not the case back then, and it is not the case today. Our goal at LBMPD has always been to hold those accountable and responsible for Tupac's violent murder accountable. 27 years.
5: <laughs> he kind of fucked that up, huh?
2: Yeah, a little bit. But, yeah, hey, they uh, they arrested somebody in, in the murder of uh, Tupac, so we'll see where that rabbit hole goes. I wouldn't be surprised if it uh, falls back on uh, on uh, old Diddy himself, uh, that uh Really creepy guy that has a, a shady, uh, would you could you say gay side?
5: That would be, uh, Biggie.
2: No, the murder would no. I'm saying uh, Diddy had it arranged.
5: I think Diddy had, uh, Biggie's arranged, mm-hmm. right? Biggie's murder, both, both, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, huh? I don't know. We'll see, either that or they're pinning it off on, uh, on someone that, that had nothing to do with it.
2: Yeah very true just to give some kind of closure i guess i don't know you got anything else before we uh wrap out of here
5: no man that's all that i got
2: good i think that was a
5: a great show so i
2: guess we can uh do this
1: why don't you go fuck yourself dickhead you are
5: all right well you know my cunt's going to be Diane Feinstein. Nice, nice. Cuz she's dead and she should have fucking quit a long time ago.
2: I'm going to I'm going to follow up with uh my cunt of the week is going to be uh Oh. Vivek Ramaswamy. Just because uh Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy. So, yeah, he's my cunt of the week. Uh taking the old playbook out of uh Barack and plagiarizing him just like all... I don't know. And and yeah, so yeah, kind of the week, Vivek.
5: Like it, like it, yeah, man. Uh, interesting news week, and, you know. Uh, most of the stuff that we cover came came across like over the weekend and uh, you know later in the week and stuff like that. But yeah, interesting, uh, interesting times. It's going to get crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we might have to start doing two episodes a week of this because of the political news cycle and all that stuff. But we'll see where it goes.
2: Absolutely, bring in a. Uh, a nice bean of the week to to maybe uh, get their their side of the story too as well. So why not? Why not? So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Conspiracy Underground News Team, and like always, we will see you next Tuesday.
1: Are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces, you're the same that burn crosses. Killing in the name of. And do what they told they and now you what they told you what they told you and now you what they told ya. You're under control. And now you're do what they told ya. You're under control. and now you're do what they told you and now you're do what they told ya. You're under control. and now you're do what they told ya. You're under control. and now you're what they told and now what they told and now what they told